This morning as we continue in our Life That Is Life sermon series, I invite you to watch uh, and listen um, as we hear our scripture read this morning. The scripture lesson comes this morning from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 1 through 14. I invite you to listen for God's word. Don't be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. My father's house has room to spare. If that weren't the case, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When I go to prepare a place for you, I will return and take you to be with me so that where I am, you will be too. You know the way to the place I'm going. Thomas asked, Lord, we don't know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you have really known me, you will also know the Father. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. That will be enough for us. Jesus replied, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been with you all this time? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I have spoken to you, I don't speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me does his works. Trust me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on account of the works themselves. I assure you that whoever believes in me will do the works that I do. They will do even greater works than these because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask for in my name so that the Father can be glorified in the Son. When you ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Just let us pray. God, we thank you for the reading, the hearing of your word. We pray that you would inwardly digest it. Um, what we heard read, what we will hear proclaimed. Uh, speak through me um, that we might all hear your words for us this day. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. What is home? Is it a structure with four walls and a roof, a kitchen, a den, maybe a bedroom or two? Is, uh, is it a space you can uh, make completely your own with your uh, custom paint schemes, furniture, paintings, pictures on the wall? Uh, is it something you build, buy, sell, flip, renovate? Is home where you're from or where you're going or where you come back to after you've gone? Right now, some of you might be thinking to yourself, home, that's where we've been stuck for the last month and a half. That's where we're going completely insane. Today's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Maybe home is wherever mom is. What or where is home to you? Perhaps home is, is comfort, rest, security, family, uh, memories, a place of refuge where we experience life and love. Unfortunately, for some, home is none of those things. In fact, it's a, it's a scary place. Uh, addiction, abuse. But I think, we all, I think we all know what home should be. The poet Robert Frost said, home is the place that when you have to go there, they have to let you in. Home is the place where when you have to go there, they have to take you in. I like that. I also like what some new Habitat for Humanity homeowners said. 
Home is a place blessed where you and your family can be secure, have all you need, and share your sadness and happiness. Home is a safe haven and a comfort zone, a place where we can truly just be ourselves. Home means a future. Once we had a stable home, we could think beyond where we were going to live from week to week, and we could begin to look ahead to where we wanted to go. Home is the base where everything happens. I think that home is simply wherever you're surrounded by people who love you, where you can hang your heart, put down roots. Home is where you feel so loved that it seems like those you're with have all the time in the world for you. It's those last two responses that that really struck me this week. Struck me because they make no mention of a physical house. And because they sound kind of like how Jesus describes our ultimate home with God. In my father's house, there, are, there is room to spare. Trust in me. I'm going there to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you might be also. Because home, when it's all said and done, is really about relationships, isn't it? It's about a love that has all the time in the world. A love that you put your, your roots in. Home is where the heart is. It's more about who than where. If that's true, that that home is where the heart is, then what Jesus tells us in today's passage is that God's heart is where our home is. God's heart is where our home is. Or to tweak Robert Frost's definition a little, through Christ, home is the relationship that when we get to enter it, God delights to take us in. When we abide, when we put our roots in God's eternal presence and love, we find home. And we experience the life that is life. Now, now some of you might be more, most familiar with this passage in the context of a funeral, right? Uh, it's often read at funerals because it does help to accomplish what Jesus wants it to. It does give comfort to to troubled hearts when, when, when we've lost someone uh, dear and someone loved. It does contain amazing promises and hope. Uh, one of the promises being that, that death is not the end. Just as Jesus' death is, is not going to be the end of his relationship with his disciples, our death is not going to be the end of our relationship with God. When it comes to our relationship with God, it's not till death do us part. <laughs> it's nothing can separate. But it's also not death is the beginning of eternal life and home with God. No, it's just a continuation. We have a forever home with God that begins now. And there is room to spare. Perhaps some of you are also more familiar with the King James translation of this. In my father's house are many mansions. In my father's house are many mansions. The trouble with that translation is, is that it makes us think that Jesus is primarily talking about an actual space, a physical place, a very nice palace in the sky somewhere that will go when we die. 
And like a divine Joanna Gaines, Jesus is getting our room set up in the Methodist wing of our heavenly home, complete with rustic furniture, uh, perhaps a, a framed photos of, of something special or random. But Jesus isn't primarily talking about a literal heavenly residence after we die. Jesus isn't talking about a space as being our ultimate home any more than we talk about a space as being our earthly home. A home is more than a box in which to live. And Jesus isn't talking about a bigger, uh, nicer, better box in the sky. He's talking, about, he's talking about an eternity, an expansive eternity of a relationship with God. An expansive eternity of relationship of life with God. Don't be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my, my, my Father's house has room to spare. If that weren't the ta- case, what I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you so that I, I can take you to be with me so that where I am, you might be also. It's really important to, to know and to recognize that in, in John's gospel, Jesus often uses location or space uh, as a symbol for relationship. To know where Jesus is from or to know where Jesus is going is to know his relationship with God or with us. So the word that the, that the, the King James translate mansions is in Greek is, is monet. Other translations uh, translated as dwelling places. The common English that Justin read this morning translates that expression or phrase, root to spare. And monet only occurs one time in the New Testament, a little bit later actually in chapter 14. Jesus says, those who love me will keep my word and my father will love them and we will come to them and make our monet with them. This kind of of dwelling (laughs) indicates an intimate abiding relationship. Other places uh, in John 14 and in the gospel of John, but especially in John 14, Jesus also talks about uh, abiding or dwelling to point to to um, intimacy of relationship with he and the Father. Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? Hear that language of dwelling? Trust me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And then later, Jesus says, On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. In all of this language of of dwelling and indwelling. My father's house or or household, the word can be translated. That that language alludes to the language of of, of the temple. And earlier in John's gospel, Jesus has has called the temple my father's house. It's the place that Jews believe God's presence dwelled. And earlier in John's gospel, Jesus had made the radical claim that, that he himself was the new temple. In other words, the new place where God's presence dwelled. So God's house or God's God's dwelling place is much more about wherever God is and wherever God's presence is is made evident and God's will is done. Much more that than a a palace in the heavens. Again, home isn't as much about where as it is about who. Now I get it. All this language about dwelling and uh, mutual dwelling, one in the other, Father's house, is, is confusing, right? It was confusing to the disciples, too, as they tried to, to associate Jesus' words with an actual physical space. 
place. Thomas hears Jesus' promises a promise of place on the literal level. So he asks, where are you going, Jesus? Like, how do we know the way? Like, we need a map. We need a diagram. We need something like that to get us to the right location. But the home Jesus is preparing isn't about a physical place. That's why Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In, a, in, in other words, the way home, God's home for us, is not about going to a place. It's about the relationship that makes that place home. In this case, the relationship between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that Jesus has known from the beginning. And Jesus is the one going to prepare our place in the middle of that expansive, deep, beautiful relationship, that, that beautiful embrace of love, where we can put down our roots and find life. Think for a moment to, another wonder, to, to a wonderful story that Jesus tells in Luke's gospel, the one about the, the, the son who squanders his father's inheritance, trying to find life, and then he comes groveling home. He doesn't even know if he's fit to be called his father's son anymore. And his father meets him on the road while he's still a long way off and embraces him deeply before he can even get a word in. I wonder, when does the son arrive at home? When does he experience being at home? Is it when he walks across the, the literal threshold doorstep of his father's house? Or is it when he collapses into his father's embrace on the road leading to the house? When he hangs his heart there. I don't know about you, but that's where I want to be. Is wrapped in the embrace of our Heavenly Father. To know I always have a home there in that relationship of love. That's where life is now. So the reason that, that we can trust Jesus when he says there is room to spare where his father lives is because that's where Jesus the Son has always been at home himself. In the heart of love between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus has firsthand knowledge of this. That's where he's dwelt. That's where he promises to take us. To where he gives and receives unconditional love. Jesus is saying that, that his return to his Father makes it possible for us to be included in the same relationship that he shares with his Father. Did you, did you get that? makes it possible for us to share in the same relationship that he shares with his Father. To where we feel so loved because God has an eternity of love carved out for us in God's self. Two weeks ago, my grandmother turned 96 years old. And, and thinking about her life and, and appreciating her and, and all she is, um, all she has been, all she is now, made me think and appreciate this idea of home. And I, 
And I thought about how for me and probably everybody in our family, in some sense, we can't think of home without thinking or associating it with her to some degree. And I realized that a part of what what makes me feel uh, a sense of home and life when I think about her is the fact that she always, she has always made her children, her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren feel so loved that it seems like she has all the time in the world for us. An eternity of love carved out in her life for us. And then I realized that that's also what I feel with my, my parents, my brother, my, my in-laws. And my coming home to them is not about how I expect or hope to find a, 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 a space for me there in the house. Or, or how the physical space looks. But, but about knowing that there is always room in their hearts for mine. There's a space for me, an eternity of love in our hearts for, for one another. And, and then I realized like, that even now the home that I want to be creating with and for Lauren and Gabriel and Ellis and, and Joel is a depth of love that we can put our roots in. It gives us life. That we, where we can hang our, our hearts, that wherever we are, that is home. A life together in which there is, is an eternity of love carved out for one another. I think that's what Jesus is getting at. I think that's what Jesus is getting at. Jesus is, is reassuring us that, that God has, an, has, has eternity, has an eternity carved out in God's very life for us where we can make our home and where we can find home and be at home. God's roominess is God's eternity of love. So Jesus is saying, in the relationship between me and my Father and the Spirit, there is an eternity of room, of expansiveness of love, room to spare for you. That's where I find my home, Jesus says, and I'm, I'm going to bring you there too and share it with you. And my life, my death, my resurrection will make it possible for you to find your home there now and forever, right now in the heart of God. You don't have to scramble to find it. You don't have to try to make it yourself. You don't have to find a home anywhere else. Nothing else will give you life like this home. This is the relationship you put your roots down deep in. There is room for my embrace for you. And when you're there, you'll know, you'll know your home. What what amazing life-giving news. No more searching for home for a base, for a place to hang your heart, for that ultimate sense of rest, enjoyment, security, love, comfort. No more putting down roots and things that that will not really give us life. Home is God. We don't have to prepare a place for ourselves. Being being in, in God's forever presence, being with God forever is the work of the Son. And, and it's not a place. It's not in a place. It's in a relationship. It's in a relationship. And I've got to say, this week I've been convicted on top of all this. 
I've convicted that those who know that their home is in God are also the ones with the most courage to make sure that people with brown skin feel at home here in our towns and neighborhoods and not afraid to go for a run. Those who know their home is in God's heart, their hearts break for the same things that break God's heart. Those who know their home is in God are also the ones who care about justice and standing shoulder to shoulder with those systematically treated as second-class citizens. Those whose hearts break with sadness and whose tears lead to action. Because room to spare, room to spare means justice to spare. So friends, know this, know this, God has plenty of room for you, God has plenty of room for all people everywhere, in fact, God has all eternity in all its breadth, in all its depth for you, and it's not just reserved for when you die. We can experience our eternal home starting right now and lasting forever because our home is nothing less than God. We can experience a relationship with a love that has all the time in the world for us forever right now. We can have a place to hang our hearts forever and feel secure, peace, fullness, love, life Jesus made his home with us so that we might make our home where he is. Home is where the heart is. That's true. Even more true, God's heart is where our home is. Step in. Breathe deep. Welcome home. Welcome to the life that is life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.